You're listening to the Alternative Hour with me, Ben Ogden, and I'm gonna say it, Finley Oral. Yeah. It only oh, took, he did it. it only he took me it. knowing him for about half a year. Uh, but yeah, we're on the the Alternative Hour on Auto Radio today, and we're talking about Paramore's new album. Yes. This is why. Uh, much anticipated, I think. In terms of Paramore albums, probably their most anticipated release oh, as yeah, of it's yet. Been, it's been five years since the last mm. album. And I think because of their last album being such a commercial and critical yeah. success, it's big things. I think it's it's just a bit shorter than the gap between uh, Brand New Eyes and the self-titled. Yeah. I think that was six years. Yeah. So it, 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 was, a, it was a big thing. I think it's probably the first time... I I, I, was, I think we'll delve into this later mm. on in the but it's the first time Haley Williams and maybe the band as a whole are making uh, an album as adults. I feel like after Laughter was a little yeah, bit more like we're still sort of young. Yeah, it was like young adults, but now it's like you know. I mean, they're about are they thirty odd, probably smart. Probably like something around then. But yeah, um, the the album in question is um, this is why it's their sixth studio album. Um, and obviously, at this point, Paramore uh, consists of a three-piece. That is Hayley Williams. I'm going to butch these names. Oh, dear. Zach, Zach Farrow, uh, Taylor York, and Taylor York. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, there's two of them. Yeah, there's two Taylor York, Yorks. I, oh, my days. Um, Any relation to Tom? No, I don't. not that I know of, unless Tom York had a little trip <laughs> to Tennessee when he was quite mm. young. Uh, because they did form in Tennessee, um, in the United States of America in oh, 2004. But we will, uh, you know, leave the sort of background information. I think you probably know who Paramore are. They've yeah. been around for long enough, and it's at this point they're popular enough on the internet. Yeah, it's where... interesting. I love Paramore is one of the bands that has done like a style change the best. Yes. I'm, we'll explore this, but yeah. yeah I'm agree. a really big fan of the pop punk stuff, more so than the later stuff, but yeah. I think that the self titled and After Laughter are both I also really after, good albums in the After own Laughter right. was such an amazing shift. Mm. Uh, I think this is, again, something that's going to be quite interesting kind of exploring through this album is we talked about this a little bit at the end of last uh, episode's show, but mm. I like After Laughter more and I like that side of Power more. Yeah, I'm a, big, I'm a big fan of the. I'd probably say my favorite has to be Riot. Yeah, it's the it's the most iconic. So it'd be you nice know, to like see... Misery Business, Crush, mm. Crush, Crush. All well, that. yeah, don't don't be wrong. I, I love that album and stuff, but I I just like I did sort of like nicer vibey sort of stuff. That yeah. we'll see. Um, we jump in. We'll just jump in. To be track honest. number one, the title track. This is, is why. This is why. So we're just going straight with the intro. Sorry, I did have to cut it off there, otherwise it would be yeah. most of the song. But what, <laughs> what do you think? So, obviously, this is why it came out as a single. Yeah, it was the lead single for the album. So, when you first heard this single... When I first heard it, I literally... I didn't know what I was expecting. I was expecting more of the after-laughter sort of yeah. sound. Um, and I played it, and then got that. And I literally, I literally sat up and went... Oh. It's very different. The in- I I really love it's, that intro. It, it's really it really is different to what they've yeah. done before. Both of the styles complete. Mm. It's another complete yeah. shift. It's really like it's chaotic, but in like a very sort of controlled manner. Yeah. Um, it feels like they are in control of this song, and 
it still is unpredictable towards us as a listener. Yeah, it's a, it's a really cool sort of like like lounge jazz kind yeah. of drum beat. I don't think it's jazz. I wouldn't go that far, but it's very like relaxed sort mm. of lounge kind of thing. Yeah, and I really yeah. did not expect it at all. Yeah, and for the start of an album, I think this is what they should have. This this is the starting of the album. It's got yeah. a nice little intro to you, to it. You have that sort of build that we heard right at the end of that clip, and then it goes into the verse. And I think that sort of shift into a verse is done pretty well. We'll see mm. throughout other yeah. points that they have a very weird shift at certain points throughout this album. And I think this is done very well. And it's it's great that your title track and it's great that one of your best tracks, I think we'll both agree with, yeah. is, is right at the start because it brings you in. But it we'll see later on that this feels like they've just thrown everything at the first three songs and then oh, forgotten yeah. about the rest of the album. <laughs> um, but we'll just get from the intro to into one of the verses. So, so, nice little sound effects. They had some yeah, weird, like, I love... I don't know, that a symbol that they had playing there? They had like a little, like, doink? Um... I don't know, it would be some kind of percussion thing. Yeah. Maybe like a bit of a stem or something. But I love I love Hayley Williams's voice. In this track I think brilliant, yeah. I think she has one of the best singing voices of that sort of generation. Yeah. Like if in terms of like the the early two thousands like pop punk era. Yeah. Her and Patrick Stump. Yeah. The frontman for Fallout Boy, both their voices are so just incredible. Yeah. It's it's great because it's it's I think where these are sort of early pop punk artists they fall into a bit of a trap of all sounding very samey very classic American mm. punk yeah I and mean it's... when you when you know the band you're able to tell the difference but yeah if you, I'm you I don't you're not I'm a not, very big pop no, punk guy I'm not right? that invested in those sort of songs I like like I don't get me wrong I like the sort of classics but I'm not really like into all these sort of very yeah, niche yeah. Uh, ones and I just think she has a great way of just making herself distinctive from the rest of these Yeah, other I mean, artists. well, primarily because she's female. True. Yeah. Um, and just the her vocal tone and the tone of her delivery, mm. especially late, like, later on in her career in this album, yeah. it's a lot, it's a lot quieter, it's a lot more sensitive, but then she's still able she's to still got those, punch, yeah. like, the strong notes in the belts and stuff like that. Yeah, no, it's it's generally great, and, like, the things like this as well, there's, like, some really interesting tones, some brilliant bass riff, I love that bass riff. Oh, yeah, riff. The, bass, the bass in this album is... It's great. I think it's quite a standout I actually, feature. I actually think, um, as, like, the, an actual instruments on their own, the sounds of each instrument on their own are very, are done quite nicely. Yeah. Like, maybe not mixed as a whole, and this track... Uh, they are, but as a mix of the whole, maybe not throughout the album, mm. but individually, the the actual sounds are, are very... I, I, it's weird, because I think you look at the Arctic Monkeys sort of uh, new record, and it's, yeah, it's all, they're wouldn't... all going for this weird lounge sort of drums and lounge yeah. sort of bass. Yeah, but it's more it's more on the, the rock side of that yeah. spectrum. You know, Arctic Monkeys went further very, into, like, yeah. the jazz, mm. but this feels like... Uh, sort of like soft rock. Yeah, and they still contain their very paramore sort of thing, which I mm. think generally this track first heard it. I was, I think this is why. <laughs> I, I, I think this is why this is why got so hyped was the mm. fact of this was the first track that came out 
obviously you put one of your strongest yeah. ones first, but everyone's like, oh, this is going to be a good album. They've done another great shift, and it is. Going from their last album to this, it's the perfect path they could have taken. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Um, and we'll just have to get to the most iconic part. This is Chorus. That is so, so good. <laughs> it's really, it really is. And the the way the drums like complement it perfectly and have those yeah. fills at the perfect times to fill it's, that silence. It's so great. Oh. It's like the timing of each sort of motif, which like these micro little yeah. things are so brilliant. And I just think it's so, oh, everything about it. I've, I, it's it's such... in awe. We had such a we had like a little dance there when it was going on. Yeah. So we've got because uh, quite a long clip that one. We had a little dance and you just feel it. Yeah, she performs it brilliantly. I I think well. there's a there are a good couple of earwigs in this album. Yeah, and this chorus well. is definitely one of them. Yeah, it, it's it's such a it's an instantly iconic chorus. It's yeah, something it that is you great. can hum to yourself. And like you were saying, these earwigs, there's like three mm. that I have just listening yeah. to this album twice. Um, and some of them, I it's just great. I think it's great. Lyrically as well, the actual sort of themes lyrically, I think in yeah. this is brilliant. It's very much like we're doing what we want to do. Yeah, and it's, it's very, it follows a very similar theme to a lot of albums that have come out in the past. Yeah. You know, we've just been through COVID. Everyone's like, oh yeah, we're going outside for the first time. Yeah, and yeah. This one's about, I guess, I think it's about like agoraphobia and... What's agoraphobia? Uh, like the fear of open spaces and like... Oh. Okay. Being scared of going outside after everything. It's wow, like this cool. is why they don't leave the house. That's true. No, I like that. And I think it's it's you, this is what's so good about this track is it's kind of you can interpret in so many different ways. Yeah. Um and it's quite relatable as well, which I think someone being Paramore, obviously Paramore have always seen this alternative, very relatable sort of eyes. Yeah. But when you actually think about it, Hayley Williams has been famous now for like Almost 20 years. Yeah. Paramore started in 2004, so maybe, maybe 15 years, we'll say. Mm. It's so hard, especially when at such a young age for her, it's so hard to relate to the general audience, and I think this does it quite well. Um, the one thing I would say, it's very TikTok-y. It feels a little like it was crafted to be a TikTok. Like... I, I, get, I guess, but it's like, at the same time, Stuff is popular on TikTok because it's short and snappy and catchy. Yeah. People have been writing short, snappy, catchy nice choruses since music was a thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. I suppose it is just the the era we're in. It's where just anything. Yeah, now that TikTok is such a big thing and influences like marketing for so much music. Yeah, it's very easy to just go, "Oh, this is just a TikTok mm. song." Yeah, I, I I suppose I agree with you there. I, 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 like, as a song, this is definitely one of the strongest ones. And the sort of, the groove of it, like, that sort of weird, like, kind of, I, I don't even know how to describe the motion. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot of, a lot of the songs on this album, they're just, they're, like, a bit off kilter. You yeah. know, it's like, something is just, like, a little bit behind the other instrument. Yeah, yeah. But it works. Yeah, and I think... We, when you see footage of Hayley Williams perform it live, she moves like 
it's almost like you move like she moves. Yeah. You sort yeah. of have that proper sort of like sway, very much carelessness. And I think this song facilitates mm. that so well. And I think we'll we'll mention it now before we forget, but as a performer and as a front woman, she's incredible. She's one of the greatest. One I of think, the one of the like, best right now. One yeah. of the best of the twenty first century. She has this energy. Like I, I think especially like I don't want to bring up her age too much, obviously like but like <laughs> When you get older, like we've seen with again, like Alex Turner, sort of bringing them back up, you change the sort of like you get a bit more like yeah, you, take ma- it you mature as a songwriter and you sort of but tend she, to chill out. She still has that fun sort of energy, and it doesn't feel like it's forced at all. It feels like she's just out here having a good time, yeah. singing songs and making songs that she wants to dance to and see, she wants to listen mm-hmm. to. such a blistering intro and it's really it's really reminiscent of like earlier paramore it's very yeah. uh brand new eyes i think you could slot this song into into one of those earlier albums it, like a it's very similar to like um i don't know how familiar you are with the earlier paramore discography uh, pr- with a pretty familiar uh, songs like songs like careful yeah, I think I know that one. It's, it's yeah. hard. I don't really re- remember the actual titles, or... but I do, I do know them. It, well, I think it would fit very well in Brand yeah. New Eyes, which is their third album. It's the one before their, their like style change. Yeah. No, I, I agree with you. I mean, me and uh, my girlfriend, when we were listening to it, both looked at, us, looked at each other and basically said, this is just classic sort of Paramore. Yeah. It's the yeah. classic sort of what we expect from Paramore. And I think it's got this really nice twist on it, and it fits within this album. Yeah, and, and even with like we saw it in After Laughter, there's still a couple of tracks in After Laughter that still are very. Rem- At the end of the day, they are still a punk band. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're a lot more indie pop, you could say now, but they're still a punk the, band. The, at the, heart. the the lyrical themes that they have are still they're still like the same as they were yeah. in. They're still very 2007. Like, they're still like, quite counterculture and sort yeah. of. Oh, don't listen to the big man. And in, well, going on lyrics, I love the lyrics in this. Yeah. I think it's literally a song about. Not liking what's on the news because exactly. it's all it's all doom and gloom. And there's certain ones like um, they you can't escape it, you can't turn it off. You turn, I think it's like you turn it off, but it's still there. Yeah. Uh, th- lyrically, it's just incredible. Like it's turning your thoughts into words and putting them as simply as possible with a brilliant yeah. melody. And I'm just gonna go to the chorus. Oh yeah. The first chorus. There is a second chorus I want to play later on, but this is the first chorus. <laughs> Oh, Finn was chanting throughout that. <laughs> so, because we, we we started say, turning our mics off when uh, when audio plays, and I pressed it on when he was doing it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, the new Jesus, like I love this. It's this is such, such a, a good chorus. It's such like a powerful chorus, and mm. I love that um, the the pre-chorus that you you just hear a yeah. little bit of it at the start. The um, feels very like spacey and floating, mm. and. I think it's really cool. It sort of lets your guard down a little bit. Yeah. For that, then like, and then it punches you. Punch, it's yeah. actually a punch. It's so good. And I think the riff on the guitar, that no, 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 is so. It's it's again this instantly iconic sort of stuff. It's yeah, something yeah. you listen to. Like, um, I listen to it and think I want to go on like 
like find a tab for this and learn how to play it. Yeah, it's just, yeah. It's that cool and that iconic. And to hear that, I mean, I've heard this song like five times and to already be like that excited about this song. And I love yeah. it. And it doesn't feel like it's going to get old anytime. It's just so good. It's good at controlling the energy. And it's, it's something which the rest of this album, again, I'm going to keep saying it, really lacks. Yeah. I really wish there was more songs yeah, like the this. Yeah, energy, the energy in a lot of stuff just isn't there for me. Yeah. You think, like, we go from a quite a dancey, upbeat tune to then a more punky, classic Paramore tune, yeah. but still with these sort of elements that they've got from this new album. And then it really just goes. We, we won't get into that just yet because there's a few more. I'm going to just go on with... Uh, this is without the drums. And it's just, again, mm -hmm. it's after the first chorus, they have this uh, only riff and the only her voice. And I think it's really interesting to see how they layer these sort of... Uh, this sort of track. That drum fill, can we just, can yeah. we just shed a bit of light on that? Little nice little quick thing that just brings you right into yeah, a verse, really verse again. Punchy and like powerful. And I, I mean, I guess I think that's what they aim to create with mm. this song. It's like a very just like in your face. Yeah. I like uh, the bass drum sound really sort of it yeah. hits. It it's... does it does all throughout this album. The drums mm. are um, they're like they're well compressed. The drums are well mixed yeah. and it creates a really really nice sound and it complements the guitar and the bass tone yeah. really well. And again, I I love the sort of little distortion on the guitar. It's all great. Um but we'll go to the last chorus now because there's one little bit where she has a sort of like I'll play. <laughs> Just that radio sound and yeah. then the pause. All along we call it normal. Bam! It's so yeah. It's, it sticks in your mind and it's so good and it's like it's so intentionally done so because it's like you call it normal. You just be like yeah, well you know the news. Yeah, I. and it's it's good. At, it's just brilliant. At yeah, it's 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 well, it's just a call out to like <laughs> yeah. mainstream media. It's like the things that you are you are reporting on are happening so frequently yeah. that everyone's thinking and it's normal and i love how it's got like quite a to like the verse kind of before that it's got like a very sort of like she's almost like she's speaking through a radio yeah which is quite it's definitely intentionally done it feels quite yeah, ironic like it is again very sort of pop punky it's a, something that green day yeah. do quite yeah. a lot but I, I i love that in someone i, th I think in a track that's great yeah. um but we'll have to move on because like we said those two we've got the most to say about it's really good really strong like a couple of songs really strong intro and then we get to this um running out of time track number time. three we'll play the intro now said i was gonna take some flowers to my neighbor but i ran out of time so not a terrible start it's not something that i like i like that bass riff it's it's you know, when I said before about stuff being like very off kilter. Yeah. It's one of those kind of things, mm. but it sounds really nice. Yeah. No, it feels like, because what I find interesting about this is it feels like it's going to take a more of a 
punchier tone, mm. and then she comes in singing, and the drums settle down a lot, and yeah. everything seems to quieten down apart from this bass. And it's like, I mean, it's it's Cole's running out of time. The bass feels like a almost like a tick. Yes, you know, like, that's great. Yeah, I love that. Um, but I just when her vocals come in with the drums, it just doesn't. I know it's not meant to like be locked in completely, but mm. it just doesn't. I don't like the way it sounds. No, <laughs> to be perfectly really honest, gel that way. And there's, there's, I'll just get straight to the chorus because yeah. this is my biggest irk with this track in particular. What if I'm just a selfish no To me, it really feels like they've had to leap from one verse to the chorus. Yeah, the I only... do. I do like the chorus, though. Yeah, I no, think, and the, that little, the little scream. It's good. Before I love a little scream before a chorus. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, the chorus is great. The verse is good, and they both have their little brilliant little quirks. It just doesn't work together. It doesn't gel very well. No, it feels like Pete, they've had two separate like chord progressions or something. of thought. Are two different grooves and thought, yeah. how on earth are we going to like mush these two together? And they've just sort of thrown that in there. I don't yeah. know. It, it for me, it doesn't really have any. But yeah, it's got it's got a bunch of cool elements within it. I just don't think it's performed very it well. Doesn't no. yeah, no, it doesn't gel very well. Yeah, but it's... like and similar to the rest of the songs, the the actual instrumental elements and the lyrics are really quite good i think yeah no, but are. it's just it's something about it sometimes doesn't just doesn't yeah. like click i put with this it's kind of it's two clashing ideas it's clearly i don't mm. know whether it's obviously creative decisions or if it's just they've wanted to merge these two things into one song but it doesn't feel quite right yeah um, and something that you start to hear a lot here is all these elements that start to make up this album and they they, when you listen to an album, you don't want to hear all of the elements straight away. But I've listened to this album twice, and you hear these elements, and they kind of... It's not that they get annoying, but you just... Yeah, it's you like you want, you want like a gradual evolution. Yeah, but it just feels like, oh, they've done this again. Oh, and they've done it again. So when... I, think, I think the best way to structure an album is to start with something that is sort of familiar. Yeah. And then you, you, you build upon it, and you change it, and by the end, you have... Uh, just like a, a bit of a different style. It's it sh- an album should be treated like a story. I think this is actually mm. something we talk about. Paramore. It, it's probably like people aren't listening to this as an album. People don't do that anymore. I know yeah. uh, obviously people who enjoy music do that, but the average consumer doesn't listen to albums anymore. They listen to singles. They make playlists. They like that's how they consume yeah. music. So, it, I mean, <laughs> I'm going to bring up Sam Smith. Uh, because I was looking through the Sam Smith listens on Spotify. Yeah. Obviously, he released a new out. Al- they released a new album um, recently. Yeah. Uh, and like this was like two weeks after the- they released an album. They had two or three singles which had like hundred million listens yeah. or tens of millions of listens at least. And then there's still like three tracks in there which have a thousand listens, like a yeah, thousand. Yeah, it's and, like, like well, three hundred. The. One of the main problems, I think, is it's the way that the radio runs now. Yeah. It's not... Radios won't particularly go, oh, hey, this new album came out, so here's 
one of the tracks from it's the album that you haven't yeah. heard, heard before. It's, yeah. hey, this album's out. Remember this first single that they did? <laughs> yeah, Let's play it again now. And I think like, it's something important from this album is these singles do work on their own, but sometimes they get a little boring, um, I'll say. Mm. But I'll let it play. I love that intro. One yeah, thing I'm the guitar, the guitar, like the, it's like a semitone sort of difference. Yeah. Well, there's something funny. So I was listening to this again um, last night, and I was I was listening. I was like, that guitar riff sounds very familiar. I don't know. Do you know uh, "Hard to Beat" by Hard Fi? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that's very similar. So this is what I heard. It's clearly just the same tone on a guitar, the same sort of riff. It's Obviously not really intentional, but it's just a nice thing to know, I think. Uh, as a whole, though, that intro is beautiful. I absolutely love that intro. Yeah. Um, but I think it really falls apart after that, for me personally. Mm -hmm. um, I'm just going to play the chorus, and for everybody's sake at home and for your sake, I'm only going to play it once, because otherwise it's going to be stuck in our heads <laughs> the rest of the day. It's probably it anyway, because this is the biggest ear earworm I've heard for, for ages, I'll say. Mm. For absolutely ages. It's she says it so many times and every time you say secumsa, you have to say it in secumsa. It's not secumsa, it's secumsa because it's just how she says it. Yeah. I hate that. I actually hate I'm, it. I'm 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 a big fan of the chorus. I, really... I I I I don't know, there's something about it. It just it it scratches my brain right. It you know I don't know if it I don't know if, like, I think I like it, but I just hate how it gets in my head yeah. so much. No, it's I get just, what you mean. Oh, it's, it's frustrating because it's like, I'm, I'm, I, I never only play it once, but that's going to be in my head now until tomorrow morning. It's just something that's so annoying. And it feels like sort of your Eastern Asian sort of like kawaii pop sort of like, na -na 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 -na. <laughs> you know what I mean though? And it's just, I do get what you mean. It's not that big of an issue. I, like, it's like I mean, you've always good. you've always got ha got to have like a la 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 song. I suppose you know what I mean. It's 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 a good song. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but it. God, is it annoying? It's so <laughs> annoying. I actually I can't I don't have anything else to say apart from it's annoying. I just. Ugh. Um, ugh. I yeah. Any, I'm 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 a fan. You want to speak for this I like, one? You can speak. Yeah, for this I'm one. a fan. I like it. Maybe just for the sole purpose of annoying you. Maybe that was what I was brought onto this <laughs> earth to do. Just contradict uh, you. Yeah, well, we'll move on to the verse uh, just to hear out this song. Mm. Because this, again, as you said, it's the third single uh, they released. And I'd say the fourth most popular track on this song. Or the, 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 no, third most popular track on this, track on this song. Um, on this song? On, on my days. <laughs> this is, this is uh, the third most popular track on the album. And... I think if I take my I really find this annoying out of this, yeah. I would say it's one of the strongest as well in the top five, definitely. Yeah. Potentially in the top three as well. By that, I mean the third. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, we'll just play the verse for now. So I love that. I think 
that vo- vocal is so different. And when I say so different, it reminds me of a band I know called Lime Garden. Right. Um, and it's interesting. When I was looking into the sort of hard fi thing we're talking about, she was saying she took inspiration from Yard Act and dry cleaning. Oh, right. I don't know if you know that, but them, but like it's yeah, very of much, Yard Act. Yeah, it's very much this style of speaking rather than singing. Mm, I'm going to contradict you again. I don't like the verses. <laughs> Do you actually not like the verses? No, I don't. I don't like. I don't like the way she's talking. I don't know. I can see that's, that's quite interesting. And yeah, it's like I'm not. I'm. I'm not really a big fan of the verses, but I like the chorus. We can hate this entire song. <laughs> or we could, you know, like it. Oh, yeah, yeah, that one. <laughs> uh, no, but, like, I think it's great that, I suppose this proves a point that it kind of, it facilitates a lot of, it, it facilitates both Paramore fans, I suppose, yeah. if you want to put it out there. Um, it facilitates the old Paramore and the new Paramore. And I think this track, although a little bit annoying, I said, is a great track. It is a good track, and it gets in your head, and it's not going to be, a, if a, a bad track doesn't get stuck in your head, at peace, tranquility. I I I love this. I think it's, yeah, it's so. Very, it's really like it's like the Minecraft soundtrack. <laughs> it's welcoming, and that riff when it comes in. Yeah, it's really nice. Oh. Now, this is, I think, the first song when I listened to this album that I got excited about again. Mm. After the news, Running Out of Time, Sekumsar, for me, didn't. Yeah. It's not something I'd add to a playlist. I liked. I, I love this song. This song had a really promising start, mm. but for me, it just kind of felt a bit flat. A little I don't bit. Know. I it, think... did, it felt like it didn't really go anywhere. No, it feels like. It feels like it has potential to be this amazing, incredible yeah, song. Yeah, I feel like it could have been very grand, but it just yeah. In a and way, this is this is the first song as well where I where I know I took note of um, the mixing. Do you think it feels like it feels like the second half of this album's been mixed by someone else? And I really, I don't think it hits the way they wanted it to. Maybe, probably not. No. Um, the thing with this is it's a nice little break, even if it wasn't the biggest hitting song. But the problem is this break goes on for way too long. We'll mm. move to the chorus now. Um, we'll go chorus two, actually, the All second right. chorus. I love that little... Part. I think I, <laughs> that probably like, yeah. killed everyone. But I mean... You listen to the song and it sounds, I mean, it's the second chorus, but it sounds pretty flat. It's the same. It's like mm. they've not gone anywhere dynamically. No, I get that. I, I think the sort of, you have these really cool little instruments we've talked about before, but they, mm-hmm. they, it doesn't feel like they're utilized as much as you'd sort of want them to be because there's, the, like we t- talked about the bass drum earlier, that's got a real punch to yeah, it. Yeah, it's got a real nice sound. And that's the only time we really hear that huge punch. Yeah. It's just a little. It's a little sad that you can imagine here. This could have gone off. This could have been like a big operatic sort of ending. Yeah, you know? it really. It really. This song had the potential to sound huge. Yeah, but it doesn't. It feels kind of a bit like she's performing to an empty room a yeah. little bit, which is quite. It's a bit rubbish, really. <laughs> yeah, uh, but we'll move on again to you first. Yeah. Um. So again, you intro. 
don't get me wrong, this is punchy. This is exactly this what is I punchy. asked for. This is really cool. I I like this song. I feel like I don't know. I feel like it doesn't it doesn't the punch is a bit more of a slap at the end of the day. <laughs> it's a bit more of like a it's a bit more of that. It's not like a I <laughs> I think it's it's a like a really like simple but effective song. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it doesn't try and have any like crazy complex riff or mm. chord progression or anything but it it works that that guitar sounds like like an alarm of some yeah. kind i and love then, that guitar especially with the the fact that they're using uh like a, a floor tom led drum beat mm. it creates this really low register and like a really strong sort of backbeat sort of sound yeah. i think it's it sounds great i i, I do like this track there's a there's a few of this uh this sort of set list that are set list. What is wrong with my brain? God, you can tell it's like uh, been a long Friday day, mm. Saturday day. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna should I just play the verse because my my point really kind yeah. of fell off. Go there. on then. Here is you verse. Again, gritty. Feels sort of. Oof. I love the control of distortion on yeah. her voice on the guitar, and I love how that riff from the intro comes through again yeah. in these verses. But it's again, controlled I, quite nicely. Mm, but I take issue with the mix of this mm. song. It feels like they raised up the volume of something, and yeah. then went, "Oh no, that that one's too quiet. Let's raise that one now." Yeah, and it's like, "Oh no, that's too loud now. Let's raise that one." Mm. It sounds like they kept raising the vocals and the drums because they were both out of place yeah and it create it just irritates me i don't think it sounds no the best that it could have done no i think that's the thing it's weird that this like you're saying this album they had a huge sort well not a huge but they had quite a long break yeah yet this feels almost rushed i I don't know i mean in that time Haley williams did release a solo album but still, I mean... In 2021, 20, I think. I was going to say, that's still did. two years, isn't mm. it, really? Like, it, it feels rushed. And I don't know if that's maybe, uh, like, record label issues or... Because there yeah, were obviously... perhaps. Sometimes it's like you finish a single, like the first single they might have finished, and then it's like, release it now. Like, yeah. Well, yeah, but we want to do the... Re- no, release it now. And it's like, oh, we release it. Oh, it's got so much attention. We need to capitalise off that yeah. and release an album soon. So it might have been a little bit of that. You never really know, um, but you going into chorus verse, which I think is quite a bit of a bit, bit of a long one. That sort of verse to chorus is nice. It's cool. It's got that sort of guitar back again. Again, I don't think it hits as much as it should have. It really doesn't. And I can't quite place it. I I, I really do think a lot of the problems of this album come down to the, the mix. Do you think? It's like the drums and the, and the vocals are fighting for mm. the loudest thing. Yeah. And then the guitars are really quiet. Yeah. 
I think it's very just, in terms of a single, You First, it's just a bit more of an indie track. It mm. it doesn't have these sort of elements which we've seen in the other ones. The yeah. drums feel a little different, but it... it I, d- I don't know how to describe it. This album's so, like, kind of confusing to me um, because it's... It's it should be a an incredible album. Yeah, it I should like, be it should be a really cool fusion of like pop punk and 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 synth wave like indie pop and stuff like that. But it's yeah, no, I I, I completely understand. And it's just it, again these. I mean, I, I like the direction that they've gone in. Yeah. It sounds like the sounds and the tones lovely. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Just, I'd add this song to a playlist and I'd enjoy the song when it's on. But it's never going to be something that I'm going to be like, oh my god, I can't wait for this part in the song. I can't. Yeah. You know when you sometimes hear a song and it's like, it's like you listen to Freebird, you just sat there like, I'm waiting for the verse, I'm, I'm waiting for the solo, I'm waiting for the mm. solo. The solo comes and it's like, oh, and then you kind of like float and away and <laughs> become a new man or whatever. Uh, but it's it they don't none of these songs really. I mean maybe some of the the early ones they don't really have this sort of I can't wait for this sort of part of the song. Yeah, it just a lot of them feel like. A song for song's sake. Yeah, it but feels... then, at the same time, they're well written, but it's... it just doesn't sound right. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, this isn't the most like descriptive we've ever been on. Yeah, I, I, I can't, I can't put my finger on what I, I think. I don't like. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so hopefully, figure eight, the next track up mm. here, can uh, sort it out for us. Uh, please. Drain me dry down to the last drop. Pearls before swine. I love this part here. Mm. I, think I like. I do. I like this whole song. It feels on the after laughter view. You know, pool. Um, I don't know those ones after laughter very well. Yeah, well, pool has a very similar sort of. It's almost like a kind of a waterfall sound effect. Right, uh, and uh, I think it must be a Glockenspiel or something along those lines. Yeah, it has kind of that synthy kind of thing. Yeah, it has that same sort of like waterfall sound effect yeah. where it feels like it's flowing very nicely and it's kind of it's it's tranquil in a way. I love that they've mm-hmm. brought in the same sort of a wind instrument or whatever it is from um, Big Man, Little Dignity. Uh, yeah, it has a very sort of like it feels calming, feels relaxing. And the drums facilitate that so well. I don't want to say it's Midwest emo-like, but it kind of feels a little bit like off I, in a way. And I with... guess. I mean, it's obviously it's not got the the sort of signature guitar of yeah. Midwest emo. But well, I, I, mean, I, I guess I get where you're coming if from. If that synth was playing the guitar's role, I think in a way... I mean, they are, they are like an emo pop punk band and they are from the midwest <laughs> I so it's midwest quite emo band quite paramore. <laughs> literally <laughs> yeah i think tennessee's the midwest uh probably i mean it's in the west and it's kind of mid so <laughs> for dumch uh, <laughs> if anyone no. listens from tennessee please don't kill us please contact us on 07847 <laughs> <laughs> uh no so i i really like the intro to this it has a very nice smooth feel and yeah I think we'll just go into the actual sort of um, the verse and the choruses because yeah. it keeps this. It's, it's a song that, again, still maybe lacks a bit of some of these things we've talked about. Um, but the chorus, I think, works. Yeah. I don't know how to stop. I don't know how to hold for your sake. Became the very thing that I hate. I 
that transition. Yeah. That transition from chorus to back to verse. So good. It's really cool. And this is, I think this is one of the better tracks definitely. on this album. Yeah. Um I it's it is definitely a standout, especially in this back half of the mm. album. Yeah, definitely. It, it is a bit of a diamond in the rough. The one thing mm. I can't really stand is you know when it says I don't know how to stop. Yeah. It's so uh, maybe it's a mixing thing, but it's so much louder than everything else, and because it's distorted as well, it's kind of it just hurts. If you like, I like it, headphones. I like I like the sort of the aggressive kind of like delivery. You know what I mean? Maybe I I don't know. I I'll have to disagree with you on that one. But uh, mm. in terms of a chorus, again, it's it's kind of it's got these sort of very classic Paramore sort of yeah. uh, rocky sort of sounds, which is great. I think they should lean into that because at the end of the day, they're the only kind of artist in this sort of indie pop genre that have that emo sort of background. Yeah. And I think it, it is important that a band should keep connected with their roots. And I think they've done it great. Although some of these tracks aren't the strongest thing ever, it's still brilliant to hear that they've got these roots that they're keeping in touch with. And yeah, they've still, it's, they've just, it's, it's kind of like they've, they've twisted, like done a bit of a twist on what, what yeah, they Yeah, I'm glad that they, they haven't completely abandoned mm. their, their sort of original stylings and themes yeah. and stuff like that. Because I think as a when you're in a band, it's really important to it's important to evolve your style, obviously. Yeah. But at the same time, it's important to not forget that yeah. because a lot of the time, that original style is the mm. thing that makes yeah. you famous. And especially in terms of like live performances and set lists, is you can imagine all of these songs becoming a part of the set. Oh, list. definitely. You you look for you. I think when you when you sort of cultivating a live set list, you're looking for a lot of energy in songs and i mean you you have your obligatory your couple slow ones yeah but most of the time when you're playing live you want that high energy and i think i think i could see them playing figure eight definitely i think they, they probably do i can't imagine they play um some of these slow ones especially some of the ones that will come up yeah. later uh but figure eight i can definitely see them playing um I, I, I think we'll move on. We're, 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 yeah. As always, we always run out a little bit of time. It's always great <laughs> that the, the best song's never the last song on the track list, isn't it? Because yeah. So, we're like, yeah, best song. Anyway, thank you for watching. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, the next song is Liar. Yeah. And this is the intro for that one. So I would say, well, obviously it's a I quite like this song. Clean reverb, acoustic mm. guitar. Um, Paramore, Paramore have always they've always been able to do the ballads really well. Yeah. Um, stuff like uh, Decode that was in Twilight. Yeah. And um, all I wanted, such a standout song. Mm. And I think it's very important to know that they still have that. They, it's yeah. not something that they have back in the day they still have these sort of quite um, that, that emotional like, songs yeah the emotion and the sensitivity and stuff mm. really comes through and I mentioned Haley's solo projects and yeah. uh, Petals for Armour a solo album from a couple of years ago um, this one this song is very reminiscent I think of that album yeah it's a very um, unplugged sort of acoustic mm. very emotional album yeah 
And one thing I'm, again, going to note, because I love comparing things to other things, <laughs> uh, I'm just going to play this song and see if you notice any sort of familiarity with it. Oh, yeah. That guitar, that reverb mm. on the guitar. When you sort of the sort of, the sort progression. of like, yeah, and like the picking pattern as well. Mm. So I just think that's quite it's interesting to know. It, I think it's yeah. not a bad thing to sound like well, someone. It's, yeah, at the end of the day, there's so much music that I feel like now it's difficult to not be derivative in some way. Yeah, it's. Um, have you ever heard of this thing called limited pluralism? No. It's basically it's the concept that there can only be a, like a set amount of opinions on something. Right. It's like there's no way that each person can have a completely mm. original new take on something. That's cool. I like that. Um, I suppose that's, that is music. I think it's maybe something we, we find more nowadays than anything because obviously you got to like the 20s yeah, and we're 30s. At, we're at a point where there's such a big back catalogue mm. of music yeah that you can you can point things out and obviously people take inspiration from places and yeah things end up yeah sounding quite similar think... like to use an example of paramore do you remember um olivia rodrigo oh yeah she uh... brought out sour mm. and everyone was drawing comparisons between good for you and misery business yeah 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 i remember that I, th I think what's probably happened is throughout every sort of few decades, we get like a, a new big invention. So you think about maybe in the 50s, you got distortion and you got started getting these guitar pedals and reverb. Then you got all the like the Jimi Hendrix and Queen sort of pedals that they yeah. all used. Then in the sort of like 80s and 90s dance music, you had these machines mm -hmm. making music. Uh, and we've still got like, similar technologies coming up now it's more like improvements in dance music yeah. and things like that but i think we're hit a little bit of a ceiling yeah, at I the think point the where... the the sort of genius thing to do now is to sample mm. and you play that sting song yeah it's a juice world track isn't it yeah yeah it is and lucid, well, is it lucid dreams it is, yeah and it's yeah. one of his biggest songs i think i think sampling is that's something that's interesting about yeah and uh, it's got and you've music. got you've got stuff like like Fatboy Slim, mm. stuff like the Rockefeller Skank, yeah. that like thirty seconds of that song, and there's like seven different samples, and they're each like yeah. half a second long. Yeah, I I think it's it's interesting these technologies, and obviously it's not a bad thing that that they sound like Sting, but yeah, it is feeling a little bit like we've ran out of music in a sense, and <laughs> it'll be interesting to see where we go from now. This is why. Uh, whenever it's my next turn, I think I'm I'm not confirmed yet. I think I'm going to do Black Crunch and New Road. Um, right, because spoilers. Yeah, sorry, sorry, guys. <laughs> uh, only just because they're a band with orchestral elements in it. Yeah, and it's a rock band with orchestral elements, mm. which is something that, as far as I'm aware, has not been anywhere near the mainstream yet. And it's yeah. kind of at the cusp of something. And we've seen with uh, Haley Williams taking inspiration from Yard Act as well. That sort of way of singing and speaking yeah singing. like the the new wave punk kind of thing i think it's we're i think we're coming to a generation where music's going to change quite a bit and i'm i'm excited for that
really good. It's so good. This is a really good song. They're so the Paramore is so good at slowing it down, mm. and they always have been. And I feel like that's what made them stand out initially in the in the scene. Yeah, and I really do think it is. It can be just attributed to the fact that it's Haley Williams. You know what I mean? It's, she has it's a, a ethereal voice. You could say. Yeah, her voice is so unique and yeah. and powerful. And to bring it back to like the the early days of the scene and stuff, you got My Chemical Romance, Fallout mm. Boy, um, Panic at the Disco, all that stuff. It's like she was the only like big sort of woman doing yeah. it. To move on to the next song of Crave, Crave, um, which is this one here. Songs all right, cereals worse. I had fake Crave this morning. It's actually it's the first time I bought it, and. Honestly, the stop the chop stop. the chocolate right. inside is not nice. Crave is not a good cereal. No. We're gonna have to re- replay this. No, one. we're not. <laughs> I love it. It's so vibey. It's so cool. The guitar sounds quite like it sounds energetic. Sounds quite distortiony. Something does smell like burning in here. I think someone's cooking something. <laughs> Damn, it's Haley Williams it cooking like, up this. It smells like hot song, like wax or bacon. Sure. Um, anyway, <laughs> it's making me hungry. It's no, it's, it smells like a candle. Uh, well, if we if Media City burns down, someone is burning a candle somewhere. Anyway, um, in terms of the song, I really like it. I think it's got these ethereal sort of tones. Yeah, it's while still having a bit of distortion mm. on the guitar. It sounds cool, but I think I just think these last couple tracks are like too little, too late. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, it's like yeah. they can be they can be good songs, but there's been there's been so much sort of sullied by like poor production quality and stuff that when I was listening to this and making my notes by this track, I was like, right, how long have I got left? Yeah, I want I want this to end now. Uh, we'll go to the chorus of Crave. Um, so. Like I really like that chorus. It's, it's such a such a like standout track for Haley's vocals. Yeah, and her range. Like we're hitting like that sort of higher end of the register there, mm. and it, she sounds so good. Yeah, and it's just all of these songs I think are well written, mm. but they're just let they. It feels like there's something missing yeah. in every single one of them. Yeah, it's it's, it's a strange thing because it's like we've had this quite a, a, a lull in energy for a while yeah. now. And I think as a single, this is a great single. Yeah. But because in the, in the context of the album, like you were saying, too little, too late. It's it's just getting a little dull. And th- the problem is the chorus and the intro are the best two parts of this entire song. Yeah. The verse is pretty boring. The verse is pretty yeah. boring in terms yeah. and of. And that's I think that happens quite a couple of times in this album. Yeah. Um, the verses are boring, especially. Um, I mean, you you see it. Right at the start, like running out of time and Sekomsa, yeah. I think have quite boring verses. I quite like Sekomsa's verse only because it's a bit different. But I think yeah. it's sometimes it's like the sort of typical here's a verse so we can get to a chorus. Yeah, yeah. It's um, like it's like oh uh, here's here's a bunch of words and then here's a really well written, really well crafted, yeah, lyrically 
good, catchy, yeah. fun chorus. I wonder if it's ever going to get to a point where uh, these sort of tracks grow in us to a point where we really like them. Yeah, who knows? I could, honestly, I could see this album growing on me a lot. Yeah, and it, it, it might even just be a thing of, I found me even after laughter, like nowadays after laughter is a part of the most popular sort of genre of that sort of indie pop. Yeah. I think when After Laughter came out, indie pop was still pretty, like, still pretty niche. Yeah, it was really... niche, but, like, a bit not as popular as it is now. And I think everyone sort of, like, discovered this the album yeah. in retrospect, being like, oh, wow, okay, it's really good. Yeah, the time, especially more so in yeah. the sort of self-titled era, like, around 2013, it was just kind of, like, two-door. Mm-hmm. And that was about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, 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 if this is the Paramore foreshadowing the future, and you know, if in two yeah. or three years we look back and think, you know what, we were absolutely waffling. Yeah, maybe, maybe one day we'll do. Song. Maybe one day we'll do an alternative hour redux. Uh, so in, in terms of uh, Crave, I think it, it's great chorus, but it's yeah. just an airy slow song. We've heard yeah. so many airy slow songs with these airy backing vocals that. I haven't even got clips for them because they're just irrelevant and they're just boring. Yeah, and it's just it's just things that happen so you can get to the good bit. Yeah, and don't get me wrong, they're perfectly passable. They're something that you put in a background mm. and no one really bats an eye. It's like, yep, here's another sort of See, typical I, I indie feel song. like th- this has happened in nearly every new album that we've listened to. Anything that's come out since like the turn of the decade feels really similar <laughs> it's weird isn't it i don't know if it's just us and when we delve too deep into it we realize yeah. oh actually the the style of it is just that but yeah it for me it's it does just kind of it doesn't punch i need a punch yeah. and it doesn't have that and we we never get it even in thick skull yeah which we'll move the on final to now, track we'll just move on to the intro because it does have a nice ending it does feel like an ending song yeah and although crave you could say it was a bit like kind of a end of a film song I think this is an end of an album song, and it does it pretty good. Yeah. I am a magnet for broken pieces. I am attracted to broken people. I pick them up and now my fingers. Uh, yeah, so this song, I think, starts great. It's, yeah. it's not like, oh, wow, but it... It's something, if you're listening to, like we're listening to there, you yeah. can engage with it quite nicely, and it sort of fills that headspace yeah. uh, that I've talked about before. I do like her quieter delivery as well. Like, the, it's, it gets to nearly like a whisper, and I it, think. This is the and thing, it sounds, I think it sounds cool this, as hell. This is the thing with Thick Skull is it pays off because you have this sort of whispering that we've had. Hayley Williams' yeah. voice, finally, in this song, takes center stage again yeah i mean you could say throughout these other songs it kind of hasn't been that but it's felt almost a bit pushed back a little yeah, bit by definitely. these instrumentals um but we have this sort of start where it's just the guitar just her very reverby very cool and it just builds and builds and then boof So good. I really mm. love this. The little guitar slide that we have, the 
like you were saying that screaming earlier, I think this time yeah. it's utilized really I, well. I must say though, I'm not as keen Are you not? on this on this song. I really like this it song. It feels like they've tried to replicate um the earlier ballads. Again, I'll say it again, like decode and all I wanted. But it it's like they've tried to do it and they failed. Um, is it is that because is that just because they're a, if this if I feel like I feel like they have exist. a very similar sort of tone and and styling. Is that just because it's Paramore doing a ballad then? That's Maybe just a Paramore ballad. It could it could be that, because but I feel like I don't know. I think this song in the in the the scope of the Paramore discography has been done better already. I think that's true. I Maybe I feel like I feel like a lot of the time. Some of the songs just kind of lack power, mm. and maybe uh, giving the guitar a bit more prominence would have yeah. would have given it that extra bit of power. Yeah. I think what it yeah. So when we talk about like I was talking about how the the sound fills my like head, I think a good rock song. At the end of the day, this is a rock album. A, a ro- good rock song, the guitar tone should and sound should fill my head, but it just seems like it's filling a portion of that head, yeah. and everything else is. Filling in for it the does rest. feel very empty. I, I like that. That's actually it's come to a bit of a conclusion there. I think mm-hmm. in terms of this album, because like you said, the guitar does not get enough time to shine, yeah. and it's a little sad to see that as they are, you know, Paramore. I suppose they've never been Paramore. Here's an epic guitar solo. Yeah, Paramore. yeah, definitely. Not. It's still a bit like disappointing to see that they have this talent and they have this ability to make a very nice, cool little guitar solo. Yeah, and don't. I don't know. I don't think it's a bad album. Don't get me wrong. This yeah, album no, is something it's, that it's, I will listen to again, and I, will I, I definitely will. I can, I can definitely see this album growing on me a lot. But yeah. for now, I'm going to rate this album a six. That's fair. I think I'll go a seven, one higher. Yeah. Because I, I, I think for me, it's I've, there's some of these songs that, are, especially during through this listen through, it's what I quite like about the show is you, you end up learning more about the album yeah. and you actually appreciate it more. Um, I think listening through these sort of weaker tracks, I've sort of appreciated parts of them a bit more. Yeah, even definitely. If they're a little. I'll definitely give you that one. But um, next time. Next time, Finn, go on. Listening, listening to this album. Um, obviously, I'm a big, I'm a big sort of pop punk fan. Yeah. And it got me, it got me thinking about that. This is the 2015 release, "Life's Not Out to Get You" by Neck Deep. Neck Deep are one of my favourite bands at the moment. Um, and I, this album is like their sort of magnum opus, if you will. I've never it's, listened to, my, uh, to Neck Deep. They're, they're such... This album is so reminiscent of like the golden era of pop punk. Yeah. Like stuff like Dookie mm. and all that kind of thing. Um, it's a real it's a real love letter to that original sort of style. And they play it off. I think they play it off really well. That's cool. I'm excited to, to, to listen to that because I've never, like I said, never listened to Neck Deep, so it'll be a nice learning experience for yeah. me. So, this has been a very long episode for us here, <laughs> yeah. but um, I hope it's been yeah. an hour long for you. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you. Brush your teeth. Wash your hands. Wear your seatbelt. Clean your socks. Support strikers. Go to your local food bank and give them peas and cabbage. <laughs> yes, because that's what they need. In Advice the from uh, the Utter Radio um, alternative hour yeah. with Ben and Finn. Thank you very much on for Spotify, listening. Apple Music, and your local convenience store. <laughs> All right, we're ta-ra. in Wakey Wines. <laughs> Love you. Bye. 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 <laughs>